Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 624, recorded live on Sunday, February 9th, 2020. And here are your hosts, the man who still has some Baja Blast at home, Dave Play. That's me. And the man who finished off his supply last month, Andy Lowe. Hi. Can you say that again? You broke up on me. I said I do believe this my left can. <clears throat> so what are you going to do now, then? Uh, go to LiveWire. <laughs> you know, I've actually what, got... I, I don't know what you mean. What am I going to do now? Like, I will continue to drink other drinks. Just not, not Baja Blast. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to go, like, raid the local Taco Bell. If that's right. No, no, that wouldn't that wouldn't be good. I uh yeah, no. I I got three twelve packs when it came out, and then I think I picked up a couple more when they came out a second time. And yeah, I'm out. Been out since uh last month. But in my refrigerator right now, I have Mountain Dew Zero Sugar. That sounds terrible. <laughs> I'm I was curious, and it was in a twenty ouncer, so you know, I, I'm I'm not you know I'm not going to have a whole big twelve pack of it like I did for the what was it the dark berry Dr Pepper, dark berry Doctor, isn't it already like dark berry? I don't know. It's berry. Dr Pepper dark berry. What? What? Let's see what it is. Uh, try this. Is it? Let's see. Try this. Oh, black cherry Dr. Pepper for a dark twist. Like, how is that different? Dark berry starts with the distinct taste of Dr. Pepper, then adds darker fruit flavors such as black currant, blackberry, and black cherry to deliver a truly unique spin on a classic taste. So, yeah, I guess they just like, well, what fruit is black? <laughs> Let's add that. <laughs> uh, blackberries, black cherries... Uh, ripe avocado? <laughs> no, no. There should not be any avocado sodas out there. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, no. you asked what fruits are black. A ripe avocado is pretty darn black on the outside. Yeah. Uh, would you want avocado soda? I, You know, I'm not a huge fan of avocado, but I could imagine Mountain Dew trying to come out with, like, a guacamole soda. I don't know how well that would go over. You no. have a really, really hard time getting people to drink that. But, like, if you put it in the right context, in the right... I mean, come on. Jones Soda puts out a Thanksgiving meal. <laughs> I know, and I've had that before in the past. And how... It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it It was honestly disgusting. I think it was also because of the fact I think I started with the Brussels sprout soda. <laughs> Ugh. Sorry, I need to I need to clear my my mental Wash, palate after cleanse that. your palate. Just just after just thinking about that just made me go. Ugh. <clears throat> What's really funny is um, do you remember uh, Lauren Bush from our grade? Yes, ish. Turns out she's either a dentist or a dental hygienist. I don't remember which one. Okay, but oh, Lauren Sigler. 
That's why. It's I know. Yes, I know Lauren Sigler. I yeah, do yeah. remember her. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she, she's she's a dentist, and so I posted my picture of me being so excited next to the palette of Baja Blast that was in Myers, and she was just. I think she responded with facepalm. <laughs> Um, God, my phone is blowing yeah. up right now. Why? I don't know. Just is stuff because <clears throat> of because of Brian is what it is. <laughs> uh, my phone to that. Uh, yeah. Do we go to topics? Are you still there? Yes, I guess I was muted for a second there. Okay, <laughs> I liked one very. And I don't know what to say or do, and I don't know if you're waiting for me to say something. No, I, I had accidentally clicked mute on my microphone. This is this is a great episode so far. <laughs> wow. We've been doing this for how long? Six, well, 600? 12 years, Andy. What's the last random topic? We've been doing this for about 12 years. Way to be a professional. I think our last random topic recap was number 38. Yep. So we haven't done 600 actual episodes yet. Right. But who cares? (laughs) We've definitely done over 550. So, yes, we have done this for more than 10 years. Yep. So, yeah. We've been doing this for a while. Yeah. Which is fun. I'm I'm cool with that. I like doing this. Uh, But we should, like actually talk about so i don't know i guess we don't need it so how's ingrid reached level 10 yet uh you mean um 11 yeah uh, let's see where am i at you stats stats say come on load up there you go i am 101,332 ap short from level 11 okay <laughs> and i am thousand that's not too bad no and i am still one gold short from 12. And right now oh, it no. says... You should be at like 50% on your sojourner for love for gold though, right? Oh, I already got gold on that. Oh, okay. I mean platinum. Oh, well, I don't want platinum. Which by definition, if you, if you get gold, you're 50% of the way to platinum. Yes, but I don't, I don't want, I don't need platinum. <clears throat> I'm a dozen and out. <laughs> you're like, I'm out. I don't want to do this anymore. Oh, wait, I'm wrong. Gold is 60 days. Platinum is 180. It's black. That's 360. Yeah, I don't need that either. That's not until level 16, right? I don't know. My sojourner is at 187 days, and I'm kind of loath to just let it lapse. Let's see. The next I'm almost a sixth of the way through level 12. Uh, Looks like I need 1,227 mind-controlled fields for my next gold. The mind controller. Yes, that according to them is going to be my next gold. So, yep. That or I just go somewhere and try and capture five hundred and twenty-six unique portals. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a big ask. Yeah, you you gotta like go to a new city and just spend the day walking around and capturing the portals, not just yep. visiting them, but capturing them. Yep. So you really gotta <laughs> hope that. It's all green. Otherwise, nope. no, you, you, it won't matter if you go to any sizable place. Speaking from experience. <laughs> well, you, granted, you went to the epicenter of Seattle. 
Yeah. So, the, you know, I have Grand Rapids and Detroit, which even then, those are... Well, let's go take what it is in Grand Rapids. This is a lot of Grand Rapids. There's five. I assume that is Grand Rapids, giant splotch, and there's the town. Whoa, crap. How many fields is that? There's a seven-field layer in Grand Rapids right now. Oh, I have those turned off right now. Holy crap. The downtown area. <laughs> All right. Here's the downtown area. Let's see what pops up. Yep, as I expected. It is almost all empty. Yeah, I see that. That is true of just about any major metropolitan area. Most mm-hmm. of the portals will be empty because no one can maintain that. No one can keep those charged. Well, if I go to the zoo, man, something we're planning on doing with Isaac is going to the zoo. I'm a zoo zoo. No, no, no. The uh, John Ball Zoo up in Grand Rapids. Oh, like Kalamazoo have a zoo. No, 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 no. The nearest one's over in Battle Creek. Oh. <clears throat> Where is that exactly? I don't know. But yeah, <laughs> no, it's, I'll just, you know, go downtown when it's, you know, not snowing out. Oh, is it snowing there? Yes, again. How much snow are you supposed to get today, Andy? Uh, let me check. Why, are you supposed to get snow? We are getting snow currently, uh, and we are going to continue to get snow until 9 o'clock tonight. And it's not coming down softly and slowly. Let's see. Uh, today, snow accumulations 1 to 3 inches. Tonight, snow accumulations less than an inch. We are supposed to get between... Four and eight inches. So after this, I'm going to go do a Pokemon Go thing. And then after that, I'm going to go to the store. And then after that, I'm going to shovel my driveway. And then <laughs> later tonight, I'm going to shovel my driveway. It's probably Star Trek. So we've got quite the list this week. Yes. That's what happens when I actually get here and I start like posting things. So what do we, what do you want to start? Ah, uh, that good question. Wait, there's a new Hummer? There's a new Hummer. At least there's a force of Hummer. And they could be like, we're going to show this on May 20th. They've been working on it. Yeah. Uh, I I have a feeling this was in response to Tesla. And the Cybertruck? Yeah. GM will be resurrecting the Hummer. It is a 1,000 horsepower electric truck. <clears throat> So th- it could be against the Cybertruck, but then it also, Ford's planning on doing an electric pickup as well, so mm-hmm. could be fighting that as well. Well, but is this going to be a pickup truck, or is it a Hummer? Well, the original Hummers were basically a pickup truck. Like, the, the Humvees had a were... bed in the back. Yeah, I guess. The original the Humvees were Should like a... Either a four-door or a two-door pickup. <clears throat> I, I mean, like an extra-wide pickup? Yeah. Well, it wasn't built for civilian use. Right. I don't know if I'd call that a pickup truck. I guess I can see the frame of a pickup in there, but only on certain, like, versions of it. Well, yeah, because that back part of it was basically built to be a module platform. Yeah. It was a friggin' cool design, is what it was. Like, the, the actual military model was just incredibly well-designed. The civilian model is a piece of crap. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Granted, if you look at the Oshkosh uh, JLTV, I think that's what it's called. 
The Oshkosh Joint Light Tactical Vehicle, JLTV. Oshkosh. That is actually the follower of the... Um, LATV. Yes. This is the, the successor to the Hummer? Yes. Oh, that's why it's called the Hummer. The high-mobility, multi-purpose wheeled vehicles, the Humvee. Mm-hmm. Ah, it makes so much more sense now. Okay. <laughs> Did you not know that? I just, they were Humvees. I didn't know what they were originally named. I knew that it was called the Hummer because it was based off the Humvee. Mm-hmm. Wow. <sighs> Why do military vehicles and equipment look so cool? <clears throat> Here, though, it's not just military equipment. Like... I go nuts for um, construction equipment, too. It starts early, let me tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Is Isaac perhaps also interested in construction equipment? That and monster trucks and monster school buses, monster ambulances. I told you about the construction yard petting zoo. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite parts of the picnic every year. Mm-hmm. I'm still staring at the Intel map for my area. Kalamazoo touch a truck. The Kalamazoo touch a truck. Yeah, the Junior League of Kalamazoo had consent. a has a annual touch a truck. Is the truck consenting? <clears throat> Basically, you you know they have them all parked out at the um, fairgrounds, and ten bucks per family you get to come in and. Like, for four hours, they just hang out with all the trucks. Nice. Let's see. Race cars, EM, uh, yeah, emergency vehicles, propane truck, caterpillars, race cars, bucket trucks, concrete trucks, dump trucks, just SWAT vehicles. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it normally happens in when? May 11th, so. All right, put it on your calendar. Mm-hmm. Alexa, add to the calendar May 11th. Touch a truck. <laughs> oh, the U, uh, Western's uh, solar car was there too last year. So, yeah, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. So they're going to un- reveal it on May 20th. What auto show is on May 20th? Uh, is it an auto show? It's got to be an auto show going on right now. Does it have to be an auto show, or do you think it's an auto show? L.A. Auto Show. I'm guessing L. Nope, that's November. Uh, Auto Show. Calendar of Auto Shows. New Delhi, Geneva, March 15th. Bangkok, March 23rd. Detroit got moved to, like, summer. Yeah. That's so weird that it's going to be in the summer. Why Just, is that so? Because uh, normally not. Yeah, it's always been normal. around Martin Luther King Day. Yeah. yeah. May 20th. Not this time. Oh, April. There isn't one. Wow. Beijing is April. And then the next one listed is Detroit in June. Huh. There's a minute. Is that on the, 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 the show? Sorry, you broke up there again. I was saying that, like, we talked about this, the death of the trade show. Yeah. <laughs> Which this could be that right around the same thing. It doesn't make sense for right. It doesn't make sense for for these huge companies to pay these giant fees to go to a trade show when there's so much media coverage all year anyway. They don't need the trade show anymore. Plus, you know, most of the people 
you know, you're looking for your social media influencers. If you can get them to your event. Yeah. Right? If, if, if you have X amount of money that you would normally spend on a booth at a trade show and the event at the trade show and sending all your employees to the trade show and covering their costs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you could just run your own probably for less because if you do it locally, you don't have to pay for your employees to stay there. You can still buy a booth, but it doesn't have to compete with other booths, so it doesn't have to be as big or grandiose. And then you can pay for people to visit you, and you can still charge people if you want for, like, the public to show up. That's true. You can... You know what? We're going to have our own trade show with Blackjack. With hookers at Blackjack. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, no. <laughs> no. Uh, someone tried that. I think that was Capcom. <laughs> Who made greed? Was there uh, was sins? Deadly sins? Something like that. Was that that was EA? That was... Who who made that? Was it? It wasn't EA. Ah shoot! I don't remember the thing where they had like a goat that they sacrificed. Uh convention party i don't remember and like they did a, a media event for each of the sins do you remember this yeah yeah i remember it where it was it, it was yeah <clears throat> i'm well i guess we'll find out okay. in may what exactly is going on with that yeah uh speaking of things going on what's going on with those seven um, there is a bug going on right now with Windows 7. Yeah. Um, that, um, is causing Windows 7 computers not to be allowed to shut down or reboot. Okay. I had to just take conscious effort not to do a spit take. Um, why? How is that even, how does the computer stop you from shutting it down? When you try, you know, you do the, the start menu and you, you click shut down, it says you do not have permission to shut down this computer. It's my computer. Okay. Was this like a security patch gone wrong? Uh, the cause is still unknown. <laughs> <laughs> so Microsoft, I, well, I don't know if Microsoft would even be working on it because... It's Windows 7. It's Windows 7. <clears throat> Granted, you know, they, they have... Uh, there was one fix they provided that, you know, fixed the broken d wallpaper display, but this one is, uh, okay, so there's a workaround. Uh, the downsides have to go through these steps every time they wish to shut down or reboot their PCs. Create another admin account, log into that account, or another admin account that was already on the system, log back into the default admin account, shut down or reboot normally. That's stupid. You know what else you can do? Just hold the Press power hold button. Hold the power button. I... <laughs> Did I disable that on the workstations at work? You can disable that? Yeah, you can you can change what the power button does. In in BIOS? In Windows and in BIOS too. If you press and hold it, that should go around the OS. That should go directly to the BIOS. <sighs> I'm not sure you can disable that from the OS. I hope to God you can't disable that from the OS, because that would be a terrible idea. <clears throat> Oh, it might be in the power button, or it might be in the BIOS. Yeah. But I I made it quite difficult for people to accidentally shut down the computers at work. Hold power plug. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that is the end-all, be-all 
I can't get my computer to shut down. Pull the power plug. Yeah. yeah. Of course, you could run into a case with like me and my laptop where I can't remove the battery. They gave me a laptop with a non-removable battery, or at least it's not easily removable. I could probably open the bottom of the laptop and pull it, but I have to have like a screwdriver at that point. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, well that's really fun. Yep. Like a really, really crappy bug. Yep. Uh, you know what else had a bunch of crappy bugs? Warcraft 3 Reforged. <laughs> I I have not paid attention to it, but I heard that it was bad. Like, it was just across the board bad, bad. bad. It's just, I mean, some of it is just that the fans are set. And fans can blow things out of proportion. But, like, there's some pretty bad crap in there. They release a, a half-baked money grab of a game. Like, I heard that there was, like, cutscenes that they actually removed ah. from the game. And the other ones were just, like, from their originals, rather than created and re-rendered, you know, reforged. Well, so, like, they didn't do a great job this. No. And that's too bad. Like, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. So what else is going on with Warcraft 3? Uh, what else is going on with Warcraft 3? Blizzard owns custom maps? What? So wait, so they don't want another Dota, or well, they, they, they want, want another a, Dota. They they just want to own it right off the bat. Yeah, they they would like to have Dota, uh, and they would like to have the next Dota. So they are putting this out, and they, like there is so much scent of Activision on this. It is bullshit. Surprisingly, that is the scent of Activision. Oh man, I. Yeah, the, the, so the cutscenes are terrible, the animation is bad, there is nothing, um, like, they promised to update some of the lore so that it matches the actual lore as established in World of Warcraft, and people were expecting a lot more than what Blizzard gave them. And then the whole map, that Blizzard retained copyright all the maps. Hmm. I don't, do, should I go back and play it again, or... I mean, not the way it is right now. <laughs> okay. Blizzard is offering uh, total refunds. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's... Immediate that... and total refunds. That is not normal. That's not good. No. I mean, it's it's good that they finally got around to it, but even that had some controversy behind it, because at one point, they shut down the refund webpage, so you couldn't refund, and they deleted people's posts on their forums of here's how you can refund well uh <laughs> yay yeah yeah oh, kinda it's not good right like no. it's just god damn it activin oh boy that's um hmm <laughs> sorry i'm <laughs> I have been locked out of the room, it seems. No, oh, no. Good thing you're already in the room. You are in the room, right? Yes, like yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. you're where you need to be. So yes. I guess it's okay. Are we going upstairs for bedtime? Yes. I don't want to. It's funny, as he's complaining oh, about please. wanting his animals, but all of his animals are actually upstairs already. Yeah. So he would look around for we the animals really down here. We really don't want to do this. But they're not down here. St- yep. 
I asked if he wanted to bring them down, and he said no. So we'll see if he figures that out. <laughs> when he's upstairs. So what are we looking at here with Nintendo mobile numbers? Because Nintendo really hasn't done anything. Yeah, they, they really don't release mobile. Well, they don't release numbers, let alone mobile numbers. Um, yeah. For this, it's, well, Nintendo went mobile, right? They started releasing mobile games. Yeah. Which like, was a huge departure from Nintendo. They're like, why would we do that? We have a Game Boy, or now we have a Switch. Like, why would we go and release mobile games? And then they started. Uh, they are making a lot of money on their mobile games. I don't know where these numbers come from. I don't know how different organizations get these numbers, because, like, Google ain't releasing them to you. Nintendo ain't releasing them to you. I don't know where they're coming from. Uh, but they made a lot of money off of mobile games. Oh, this is Sensor Tower. These guys are basically, they're, it's their job to know these numbers for mobile platforms. Right, but I don't know where they get their, their information from. I think they actually get them from the apps or uh, let's see about no that's not helpful oh mobile game review revenue estimates are from the sensor tower store intelligence platform so these are probably not actual hard numbers mm-hmm. robust algorithms and hundreds of millions of data points enabling deep and actionable insight into the app store and google play now here's a fun thing pick one of your apps and plug it into their website but where uh, if you go to the top yeah. and it says home, yes. click that. Oh, okay. Well, I need to, I, I... <clears throat> Sensor tower hiring for what? <laughs> and when? And where? <laughs> Unlimited vacation time, one of their benefits. I don't think that's the case. Un- oh, wait, what is... Th- Boba Fridays? What the hell is Boba Fridays? Well, it's one of two things because of what Boba means in its native language and what it means in, like, actual general usage. Uh, But I think they probably are talking about, like, Boba, like, milk tea, like, um, bubble tea. Ah, okay. Fully stocked kitchen, in-office massages, fresh-squeezed juices every day. Oh my gosh, this sounds so Silicon Valley. Yeah. <laughs> well, Andy, look at where all of their positions are. Yeah, San Francisco. San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, Minsk. What? <laughs> London. What? Tokyo, L.A. San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco, San Francisco. Uh, data analyst, San Francisco, full time. I could do data analysis. One year's experience in BI development, data mining, and analytics. I've got that. Knowledge of statistical analyst tool set. I can figure that out. Strong proficiency with one or more statistical visualizations or graphing toolkits, such as Excel or Tableau. (laughs) (laughs) One of these things is not like the other. Uh, Nope, never mind. I don't qualify. Laura just texted me no. (laughs) (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah i was at i was at the mab conference last year or something like that and one of the one of the guys from another market pulled me aside and was like are you happy with your job (laughs) 
because you know we've got an opening over here and you know we'd be willing mm-hmm. to sp- you know movements and other things i'm like you're talking to the wrong dude yeah <laughs> uh you know it would be kind of fun to just apply for this job just to see if i could get in i'll go like the whole way and then at the very end say no thank you which would really suck for them and i'd yes. be very sad that'd be a yeah but be a, like <laughs> hey see if they're I, willing to fly you out to san francisco for <laughs> right or you know do a uh a, an off-site thing like do mm-hmm. i have to work there mm-hmm. to work there because unlimited you know. vacation i want to know more about that <laughs> i really want to know more about this unlimited vacation stuff We have a bird's eye view of the entire mobile app ecosystem, and we keep our teams constantly abreast of the latest mobile app trends, news, and best practices. Wow. Your workplace may offer an unlimited vacation policy. The idea is you're free to take as much time off as you choose as long as you get the job done. It's a focus on producing great results rather than just putting in the hours. Huh. Even if your time off is technically unlimited, your manager obviously doesn't expect you to take off 75% of the time. He or she probably has at least a general range of number of days or or weeks in mind that's acceptable for an employee to take off. So it's not an official vacation policy, it's the unofficial vacation policy. It's really like you get your shit done and don't need to come in. If the theme seems to be your coworkers take off two to three weeks plus a day here and there, stick to that. Well, it, I'm sorry, but I would actually like to know <laughs> if, if it's unlimited, you know. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, Laura's response, by the way, is go for replying, but I don't want to live in California. You'll yeah. be fine living in California, just not in San Francisco. <laughs> You want 65 to 70 degree weather at the minimum all year round. And sunny. That sounds like California. Maybe not sunny. Yeah. Well, 60... Oh, yeah. San Francisco's not sunny all the time. Right. But it's like 65 to 70 degrees all year round. So, speaking of other Silicon Valley sort of things... Yeah. That, God, that company's list of benefits is the most Silicon Valley thing I think I've heard in, like, weeks... Zynga has posted... Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Their full year revenue. All right. Zynga Financials. Yep. Full year revenue of $1.32 billion. Revenue. Revenue of $1.32 billion. That is not profit, right? No. Revenue comes before profit. Yes. Okay. How much did they spend? Well, how much was their net profit? How... Yeah. For the year? Yeah. 42 million. Hey, they're profitable. Because of one thing. Uh-oh. Because quarter one um, posted a loss of 56 million. Quarter two posted a loss of 129 million. Quarter four posted a loss of 3.5 million. But quarter three had a net income of 230 million. What the hell happened in quarter three? They sold a building in California. <laughs> that doesn't count. Yeah. It posted a record net income of $230 million, helped significantly by the sale of its San Francisco building earlier this year. Uh, well, okay then. 
So they said, yeah, we know we made 230 million. Yeah, you sold a building. That is a one time. <laughs> you you cannot sell the building again. <laughs> so yeah, so they're expecting next year to have a revenue of 1.6 billion and a net loss of 130 million. I mean, their fourth quarter wasn't so bad, right? They only lost 3 million bucks. <laughs> Did you just hear yourself? Well, in the grand scheme of these companies, that's not a lot. Yeah, I know. It's it's not a lot when you know you have you're talking about <clears throat> revenue of billions, well billion, billion plus, and you only lost 3.5 million. God, this is ridiculous though. It's Has Zenka made a profit overall over its lifetime? Yes. In the very early days. Oh, yeah. So just in case you're wondering, they sold the building for $314 million. So if they had not sold that building, they would have had a loss of $84 million. Well, then. <laughs> oh, they're in trouble. Who owns that now? Is that Tencent? Or is it uh, Facebook? Let's look up the Wikipedia. Public headquarters, video games. Well, I don't know. Since they're publicly traded, we'd have to see who owns the majority of the stock. Ah, uh, Zynga owner. Subsidiaries, CEO, public offering... Wow, that is in, they are in deep trouble, man. Oh, that's why they used the image of a dog. It was actually named after the guy's bulldog. Oh, well, that makes sense now for that icon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it doesn't say, but they are in deep shit. <laughs> okay. That's a lot of money to lose. So how would I even look at a little bit like Zynga net income lifetime, probably? I mean, they have to publish their numbers, great, because they're publicly traded. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Macro trends. Net income from 2009 to 2019. Let's see. No, I don't want just the year. Okay, so let's see. Net income since 2008. Uh, minus 22 million, minus 53 million, positive 28 million, minus 404 million, minus 209 million, minus 37, minus 226, minus 122, minus 108. 27, 15, 42. So, <laughs> 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. They're already down a billion. <laughs> a billion plus. And they're, yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> That's, I, I, that doesn't sound good. Well, I'm looking, I, I, don't, I don't get it. They're stuck. Been, it's been literally a decade. <laughs> it's been a decade. They've been trading publicly since 2011. And even then, the numbers from 2011 just are not good. Nope. No, they are not. Yet somehow their stock is, um, uh, let's see, it was down at a dollar something back in 2016. It was at $2 in 2015, and we're at $6 now. So yeah, so it it yeah, it's not when it was first started back in 2011. Uh high of 14 <clears throat> bucks. 
14 yeah 14 dollars was their high high and you're down at six now but i i don't i don't understand how this company is still around they still make games yeah and they're still talking about new games coming out yep okay i'll probably move on okay i think we've worn out this topic yeah yeah sure um did you know there was a thing called anti-solar panels wouldn't that just be a light bulb (laughs) researchers from university of california i think university of california davis yeah that they want to yeah um they want to create solar panels that generate electricity at night ah that's that's not a solar panel (laughs) That's free energy, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, excuse me. Knock, knock. The second law of thermodynamics at your door. <laughs> um, what? Yeah, they want to create solar panels that generate electricity at night. Isn't that when you can land on the sun? You land on it at night so that you don't burn up? <laughs> um... Also, I really like my response, and I think it was very clever that a light bulb is an anti-solar panel. Yeah, no, a solar that... panel takes light and makes electricity. Yeah. And a light bulb does the exact opposite. But okay, so tell me about this mythical thing well, that no, they are this trying is funny. to do. We've got actually um, some of our transmitters. Break the laws of physics. Um, some of our transmitters actually do something similar like that to actually electrically isolate some of their components is they literally have a a light and a photo cell on both ends. So the light will vary due to some voltage and the photo cell then would actually like, you know, capture that voltage Sense on the other the side. Difference. So they are actually electrically isolated. It's, it was, I'm sitting there going like, Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. Until you shine a flashlight on the damn thing and throw everything out. It's in, it's, it's in a box. Um, so there so I, then is the light ever actually glowing? Ah ha ha, Schrodinger. Oh, Schrodinger. Uh, How the do first you know one the was better. A, yeah, okay. Well, because the light actually would be observed because you have a solar panel there. Yeah. Um, okay. I, yeah, sure. Okay, so they're they're not talking about solar, right? They're talking about like using temperature differences and gradients and generating power through that. Yes. So, <clears throat> space is <laughs> so if you point a panel on Earth that is comparatively warm compared to space, it will radiate heat as invisible infrared light. So yeah, so yeah. your your Earth is warm because it's been warmed up by the sun and then it cools down when it's nighttime. Yeah. And so they just want to pick up that heat. Yes. Sure. Go for it. So they're a thermoradiative cell to generate electricity. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Currently looking at mercury alloys. Oh boy, nothing like, you know, having mercury out in the world. I mean, there is mercury out in the world, Andy. I know. You you can't avoid that. Just don't drink it or touch it. Or break the light bulb. You know, lithium is not exactly a friendly metal either. No, and I'm sitting here staring at it in my pocket right now. Exactly. Yeah, so they're, they're looking at creating solar panels that will have... Um, photovoltaic cells on the top and these thermoradiative cells on the bottom to capture the heat given off by the earth at night. So uh, according to the theory, a device could generate about a quarter of the electricity at night that a normal solar solar panel generates during the day. 
So, you know, that's not nothing, but still calling it anti-solar panels is no, you need a you need you need a better marketing guy. <laughs> I mean, it's UC Davis, right? It's yeah. not not Elon Musk. No. Nope. Uh okay. Did you hear he's going to be spinning off um well, he's looking at spinning off Starlink as a what like commercial space travel? No, I think uh let's see, consider Starlink spin-off. Um yeah, it's going to create a new company to oversee the Starlink internet network. Okay. So they want to basically spin it off as an ISP and make it a publicly traded company. Yeah. Good for him. I'm sure he will make an incredible amount of money from it. Probably. That's Oh, oh, I forgot to tell you. I got uh -oh. In the mail, yes. my T-Mobile LTE home internet box. Cool. I am going to uh, probably install it this uh, this weekend, and we'll see how it goes. Because it is twenty bucks a month cheaper than um, Charter, and we'll see. We'll see if we notice is what I'm going to do. <laughs> we'll see if we notice it's a difference. If it is, there's no contract, so I can just cancel at any time and just, you know, ship the box back to them. But yep. if we don't notice, then hey, 20 bucks cheaper a month. Plus it's got its own battery backup. So if we lose, um, if we lose power, then we'll still have internet for a bit. So that'll be good. So I'll let you know on that in the future. Yay. But also speaking of ISP stuff, the FCC basically has put the last nail in the coffin. Yeah. Because the... Again. Yeah, the... Uh, Appeals court refused the, to hear yeah. the case. Yep. So I'm not sure awesome. what, what, what's left if the appeals court has refused to rehear the case. Do you, can you appeal that motion or no? Or do you have to take it a step up? Uh, I mean, you, the appeals court refused to hear it, which I think you can appeal that question mark. I don't know at that point because you can, I mean, you always get to move it up to the next level, right? Mm -hmm. But if the appeals court refused to hear it, then why would the Supreme Court hear it? They, I think they can make their own call on that, but uh, I don't know on that part. Yeah. But that's not the topic that uh, you posted. No. I posted the uh, fact that and hey, look at, you know, net neutrality is a terrible thing for the industry. If we get rid of it, it means that people are going to be able to invest more money into uh, infrastructure and they'll build a better uh, Internet for everyone. And it's going to be glorious and there will be puppies and kittens and cotton candy, which uh, in reality, we all knew was bullshit. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> everyone is cutting spending. Yeah. Because why do they need to? Yeah, no. So it, Comcast made almost 4% more money uh, in 2019 than they did in 2018. Yeah, and yeah, Comcast is dropping back. I know AT&T is dropping back. I know Charter is dropping back all yeah. expenditures. And keep in mind, uh, when this was all coming around, they were saying on their like uh, shareholder meetings... Yeah. We are not going to make changes. We are not going to, like, do more stuff. We are uh, going to do the same thing effectively either way. 
Comcast CFO described the decline in capital spending as a percentage of revenue as a year over year improvement. Well, yeah, yeah, him and his metrics and his job, which is to make money. Yep. But the the ah, mm-hmm. capitalism is crappy. I'm going to get another message from Hans on this one. <laughs> Evidently, I failed an econ exam. What question was he asking about? Was that our? I don't. I don't that remember. The replicator question? Maybe I'd have to go back and listen. It was just. It's bad. We are bad people. Uh, people are bad. Yeah. That's that's what it really comes down to. Okay. Um, speaking of people being bad, what is Google doing to its own employees? They are actually trying to make them be healthier. So that's not. It's not not that bad. Well, <laughs> let's talk about that. Uh, okay, so what did Google do? They started to, because, um, you know, the um, Google, was speaking of the, the Silicon Valley sort of thing, you know, um, had the, you know, food. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they gave free food, you know, and they were it was good food yep. then. But now, um, over the past five years, they have been trying to kind of nudge people to make healthier choices. Okay. So they've been... I mean, we, we are doing the same... Uh, at, at our work, like there's a, at the lunch bar thing, the cafeteria, they put up like nutritionally focused, like this is the, the meal that we made to be a little healthier. I wouldn't Uh, call that experimenting though. So what did Google do? They tried, um, decreasing the size of plates. Um, they also tried to reorder the buffet so there was actually uh, vegetables were the first thing on on in the buffet line. Um, they uh, they hid the sugary snacks in the mini kitchens, and then they also kind of moved the um, they moved the cookies and other things away from the coffee machines. That doesn't sound like experimentation, though. That just sounds like we're gonna make it a little harder for you to do the wrong thing. Well, they literally brought somebody in to oversee the corporate canteens back in 2012. Yeah. So his job was to think... Make small changes to yeah. manipulate people psychologically. Mm-hmm. But this isn't an experiment. This is just like Google is trying to... Like, don't put cigarettes in a vending machine in a restaurant. <laughs> if you want people to not smoke, don't provide them cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah, but so he moved the snacks farther away from the coffee machine. Instead of the usual 6.5 feet, the snack table was placed 17 feet away. Yeah. Which reduced the likelihood of snacking by as much as 23%. The bottom half of the kitchen refrigerator I'm glass doors... i video to watch after this. Okay. They're now frosted, allowed, allowing Googlers to see plain water, flavored water, carrot sticks, and yogurt while hiding the sweetened teas and sodas. Yeah. I mean, like, we, we don't provide soda on campus anymore. Control the environment, you control the behavior. Yeah. Something my mother tells me all the time, <laughs> which is not necessarily a great thing to tell your kid. Just putting that out there. Like she leads like, wait to a second, some I... very interesting thought processes. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, okay. China built an entire hospital in 10 days. Again. Because I remember they built something like that back in the SARS outbreak. Yeah, I don't know if they did it in 10 days back then. Uh, they just cleared off a huge amount of land and just 
built. Well, they can do that. Now, there was a whole bunch of reasons of how they were able to do that. And, like, they used a lot of prefab stuff so that they could be building the actual structure while they were still laying the foundation. And then it was just a matter of placing it all into the current, the correct spots. But, like, damn, that's... I'd like to see that happen here. Like, you couldn't even get permission to build a 1,000-bed hospital in 10 days. Yeah, I see it crazy. Like, remember when the, uh, what was that show on ABC? Extreme Home Makeover? Sure. Where they would, you know, they would find a family, a needy family, you know, tearjerker sort of family. And then they would send them on a vacation for a week. And then while they were gone, they they would just flatten the house to the ground and build something brand spanking new. And it was, it was just nuts. Let me see what the record is. Makeover record. Uh, how quickly? There's got to be uh no, I don't care about records like newspaper name. <laughs> Foreclosures are all too common. Oh, geez. Unhappy neighbors. Well, yeah, no, that makes sense as well. Yeah, but like, come on. Yeah, no, it was crazy watching them build a house in a week. <laughs> watching them build this, a... This was building a Full-size hospital. hospital. Not just full-size. A thousand beds is a big hospital. Yep. This is 645,000 square feet. That's a that's a big hospital. But yeah, no, it makes sense me looking at it going, oh yeah, so they just, it was basically they built like a Lego hospital. Yep. They laid the foundation, they moved everything into place, and they were done. Yeah. So I'm guessing the, the biggest <laughs> linchpin in this was just waiting for the concrete to dry. Yeah. <laughs> well, clearing out land also does take time. Yes, that's true. They had to flatten the whole thing. But yeah, I mean... I could even imagine that they'd start pouring at one end, and then by the time they got to the other end, the concrete was already dry at the first part, and they were already laying down the the units. Well, there's got to be a time lapse of this thing somewhere, right? Uh, Probably. They had a webcam up showing the whole thing. Little construction video. Hey, look at that. There is indeed a time lapse video of it. Well, I guess I'll have to watch that video. Jesus. Yeah, they were already laying stuff down while they were still pouring. Holy crap. And they were working 24-7. Hey, man, people will do extraordinary things when disaster strikes. Yep. It's a two-story hospital, so then they built on top of the first. Wow! It's it's just stacking Legos. Yeah. Yes, it is. Okay, well, that's the future of building. Is that <sighs> sustainable? Okay. Probably not, but... When it needs to get done, people will do extraordinary things. Yep. All right. We should probably start wrapping up. Yes. Yes, we should. All right, Dave, I, I, it I'm is your... I'm pretty sure we're getting close to the end. Yes. Yes, we are. It is your random review. Okay. I would like to review... What did I call it? I didn't call it anything. It's a game called Make It True. Make It True. Okay. Let me Google this. On Android. Make it true. On the App Store. Make it true. I've got Kid Vibes and David T-Boy Make It True official video. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Not that. Make it true lyrics. No. Make it come true. No. Make it true wet leather. What? Nope. Uh, Ah, no. (laughs) Make it true solve the circuit. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. That sounds better. Logic circuits again. Logic circuits for days. I swear you How's your logic circuit? another game that was logic circuits, right? Ah, uh, probably a long time ago. But this one's mobile. 
Okay, so it's a mobile logic circuit game. All right, what am I looking at yep. here? Well, it starts you off with ands and ors, and then builds up and builds up and builds up and builds up. Okay, so I have to, using... The, the input bits at the bottom. Yes. You have to turn on all of the inputs to the thing at the end. Oh, goody, the truth table. Yep. And you want to do it in as few moves as possible. Okay, so it's an and circuit, so that's like both of them true, and then therefore it's true, yeah? Okay. I'm guessing it gets slightly more complicated. <laughs> well, I'm on level 65. Okay. And I have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 input bits, and there are, oof, uh, there's an and, there's an exclusive negated or, sorry, a negated exclusive or, uh, another and, another and, an exclusive or, and that's just the first row of components. And some of the input bits go to two of those. Oh. Uh, then there's another row of of gates. There's another negated exclusive or, an and, a negated and, and an exclusive or. And then there's another row, which is an and, and an ex- a negated exclusive or, and an and. And then that's the final one. Yes, it gets harder. It gets significantly harder as time goes on. Uh, I don't. It's so it's a cute game for like a a little bit. It's not one that I think I'm gonna keep going back to. I played it for like two days and then I'm like, okay, I feel pretty good about this, and then move on. Because this is this is like basic circuitry stuff now. Now you're starting to get into like operation amplifiers and that sort of thing. Yes. Positive voltage, negative. Yeah, this is. Oh, sure. This is like the stuff that I would be interested in if I had free time. But what's free time? (laughs) (laughs) Who has free time anymore? So, yep. Not me. Um, The only downside, of course, it's it's free, but it's ad driven. And so every couple of minutes you have to stop and wait for the ad. Which, you know, par for the course now, so... Yep. We shall... See. Yep. Well, we'll, we'll I'll, I've, I've got it on my phone now. We'll, we'll see if I can poke at it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, as I said, like, it's a great little free game. It's good for a couple minutes of distraction. If you're interested in the basics of circuitry, which is different it's than a, the basics of electronics... It's a great refresher for circuits. Yes. But it's not going to show you, like, oh, here's what a half adder looks like. And if you take two half adders, you can combine them and get a full adder. So that's that. Uh, Random topic. Random topic? Sorry, now I'm on the TI.com Analog Engineers Circuit Cookbook for Amplifiers. Come on. Sorry. I got to get out of here. Okay. Random topic. (laughs) I got a thing. You got got a Pokemon thing. So I got a Pokemon thing in, like, 20 minutes. All right, so Dave bought AndyLow.com. Thoughts on the pictures he put up on the site? Yeah, no. No, you didn't, because... (laughs) I I don't own AndyLow.com. No, because I... It does exist. It does exist, yes. I own AndyLow.com. And there is an AndyLow.com slash pictures. Yes, which should say... The section will be coming soon. (laughs) When I need a digital camera, because you know when I made this website? Do you... I know exactly when I made this website. Uh, let's see, resume, you still lived at your parents. Yes. 
Your was, email is an emish.edu. Yep. Your education is Eastern September 2003 to present. Experience January 2007 to present. Okay. So uh, I'm going to guess 2008. When was our first PAX? 2006. Really? It was 2006? Because I was an Omega Knot in 2007. Okay. I do believe I made this at PAX 2007. There you go. So you own andylow.com. Yep. <laughs> it is... Wow. I own it because, um, well, it was available. Good to own. Oh, yeah. And I Gamer basically, tag. I the use it for an email. It has your aim name. It has your aim name on it. I know. It's great. That's how old it is. <laughs> oh, my God. Is AOL Instant Messenger even still a thing? I probably should um, remove my phone number from this website. <laughs> yeah. I don't even yep. know how to get in to Probably. edit this thing. Do you, I mean, you still have the FTP for it somewhere, right? Yeah, it was a it was a one in one thing. Well, so anyway, what do I think of the picture I put up on andylow.com/pictures? I don't think very much of it because there's no <laughs> pictures there. I clearly did a terrible job. Yeah, no. As soon as I saw this random topic, and it's like Dave bought andylow.com. I'm like, no, he didn't. No. <laughs> I bought AndyLow.com. Is there another random topic for AndyBuysDavePelay.com? Is there a DavePelay.com? Remember? I think I own DavePelay. There is a DavePelay.com that is being camped. There is a DavePelay.com that I do own. Creation date. Yep, here we go. Oh, hey, here we go. Uh, yeah. Creation date, August 2007. So yes, I own, I've owned that since August of 2007, August 10th, 2007, in case you're wondering. I, I wasn't. Yeah, but that's how, I've had that for 13 years now, and all I basically have it for is so I can have an email address attached to it. Yeah. So yeah, I could probably, um, I should probably go and log in and modify that page. Maybe. Yeah modify it a bit make sure you know get everything gets wiped off of there that could be um not good to have online yeah but yeah no as soon as that was posted i'm like no he didn't do that i am i am you know diligent on making sure that is <laughs> always that. renewed yeah so yeah no <laughs> okay nice try there hans better luck next time and on that uh on that i guess uh that's a wrap this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. <laughs>